0: j here, and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 Italian Grand Prix, where Ferrari are hoping to not Ferrari. j The Italian Grand Prix weekend begins on Friday, September 1st, with free practices 1 and 2. Free practice 3 and qualifying are on Saturday, September 2nd, with qualifying taking place at 9 a.m. Central Time, which is 2 p.m. UTC, the Grand Prix is on Sunday, September 3rd at 8 a.m. Central Time, which is 1 p.m. UTC. The Italian Grand Prix takes place in beautiful Monza, Italy, which is located near Milan in northern Italy's Lombardy region. Monza is one of motorsport's most historic towns, because when the Autodromo Nazionale di Monza, commonly referred to as just Monza, was built in 1922, it was only the third such motor racing circuit ever constructed in the world, after Brooklyn's in England and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the United States. USA! 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 I must note, though, that 1922's originally constructed Monza circuit looks way, way different than the circuit Formula One will be racing on this weekend due to the presence of the Monza Oval, arguably the most famous extinct piece of racetrack of all time. The Monza Oval was a banked speedway that was part of many of Monza's layouts for a long time. It was banked at an absurd 36 degrees, which is about twice as steep as the Zandvoort banking that F1 just raced on at the Dutch Grand Prix. The Monza Oval was actually incorporated into the Italian Grand Prix's Formula One layout for four Formula One Italian Grand Prix in 1955, 1956, 1960, and 1961, before being removed for good after the death of championship leader Wolfgang von Tripps and 15 spectators following a crash at the 1961 Italian Grand Prix. Although this crash didn't occur on the banking, such a high-profile incident led to stricter safety regulations, which included a ban on banking. Today, the legendary Monza Oval is still highly visible if you're looking at the circuit from above, or if you're visiting the circuit even though it is no longer in use. To help you get better acquainted with the Italian Grand Prix, here are three Italian Grand Prix fun facts. Fact one, the Italian Grand Prix at Monza is the most frequently run Grand Prix in Formula One history, with this Grand Prix and circuit combination having appeared on the calendar of every single Formula One season ever, minus one, the only Formula One season to not feature an Italian Grand Prix at Monza is the 1980 Formula One season, which saw the Italian Grand Prix run at Imola instead of Monza because Monza was undergoing renovations. Fact two, the 2003 Italian Grand Prix was the fastest full-length race in Formula One history by two different metrics. First, race winner Michael Schumacher's average speed of 247.585 kilometers an hour or 153.842 miles an hour is the highest average Grand Prix speed in F1 history. And consequently, because Michael Schumacher was going so fast during the Grand Prix, the 2003 Italian Grand Prix went by faster than any other full-length Grand Prix in F1 history, being completed in just 1 hour, 14 minutes, and 19.8 seconds. So what that means is feel free to make plans for two hours after race start. You can probably make them. It is no wonder that Monza is known as the temple of speed with it being so fast that teams completely change up their car setups to prioritize top speed over downforce as 80% of a lap around Monza is full throttle. In fact three, the 1971 Italian Grand Prix at Monza was the site of the closest race finish in Formula One history. At this Grand Prix, British driver Peter Gethin crossed the finish line just 0.01 seconds ahead of Swedish driver Ronnie Peterson in what was the fastest race in Formula One history for 32 years until the aforementioned 2003 Italian Grand Prix. Now, what's crazy to me is that the average speed at the 1971 Italian Grand Prix was only about 5 kilometers an hour or 3 miles per hour slower than that at the 2003 Italian Grand Prix, and F1 was way, 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 way less safe in 1971 than it was in 2003. That just goes to show that 1970s Formula One drivers were some of the bravest humans to ever live. Next up, let's check in with my producer and brother, Producer Jeff, who is currently on the Formula Bone Pit Wall at Monza. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey J-Bone, I'm actually not at the Formula Bone Pit Wall right now. I'm at the Park de Monza. Not many people know that Monza is actually in a public park and you can just walk right on the track. It's pretty open, it's crazy. Yeah, that is not true, do not listen to him. By the way, I, J-Bone, am trying to hit 2,500 likes on this YouTube video, if you could please toss me a like. One like equals one J-Bone. J-Bone, 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 J-Bone. Here's a lap around the Italian Grand Prix's historic Monza circuit. There's a long run-up down the fastest part of the circuit, the pit straight, up to the slowest part of the circuit, the Turn 1-2 chicane called the Variante del Retafilo, where Max and Lewis famously came together back in 2021. Cars have to slow down from 210 miles an hour to 53 miles an hour here, and then ensure they get a good exit to set them up for the famous Curva Grande high-speed corner. Curva Grande takes you to another low-speed chicane, Turns 4 and 5, Variante della Roggia, the entry to which is the best non-DRS overtake opportunity at Monza. After Variante Della Roja, you have Curve di Lesmo, which encompasses turns 6 and 7, and through which you'll see drivers taking a lot of curb as they try to carry as much speed as possible into the DRS straight. This second of Monza's two DRS straights culminates in the left-right-left Variante Ascari chicane, where, once again, a lot of curb will be taken as it exits onto Monza's longest non-DRS straight that ends with the entrance to Monza's most famous corner, the high-speed Parabolica, which is hard to follow through because of dirty air and which exits onto the pit straight, and that is a lap around Monza. j bon For tire compounds at the 2023 Italian Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the softest compound range, the C3 hearts, C4 mediums, and C5 softs. Rally motorsport director Mario Isola had this to say about their choice. Monza is synonymous with speed, as its nickname of the Temple of Speed capably demonstrates. To this day, it's where the fastest race in the history of Formula One was held, with Michael Schumacher setting an unbeaten average race speed of 247.585 km hour back in 2003. As a result, teams used the lowest possible aerodynamic downforce levels to favor top speed by reducing drag. Stability, under braking and traction coming out of the two chicanes are the two key factors that challenge tires most on this track, as well as the lateral loads exerted in the fast corners such as Parabolica, named after Michele Alboreto, and Curva Grande. After Hungary, Monza will be the second time that the Alternative Tire Allocation, ATA, is trialed, which uses two fewer sets of tires than the standard format. This offers a benefit in terms of CO2 saved, both during production and transport, as well as giving teams and drivers a wider range of strategic options. For this reason as well, we have chosen the trio of softest compounds for Monza, C3, C4, and C5, which has already been nominated five times this season. I absolutely love my sponsor, Bird Dogs, who make the best shorts and pants you will ever try on that I literally wear at least four days per week. I love these things, okay? They're the most comfortable leg garments in existence today. My favorite things about Bird Dogs are, one, they come with underwear already built into them, so when you wanna get dressed fast, you just put them on and you're mega dressed, okay? Boom. The second thing I love about them, they come in a bunch of different styles and colorways, which are all amazing, I should note. And three, they legitimately are the most comfortable things you can wear on your legs. It literally feels like you're wearing nothing, except you are, which is good, because then you can go out in public, and then when you're out in public, everybody can compliment you on how awesome your bird dogs are, which happens all the time, okay? You need to be wearing bird dogs, and I have you covered with a special deal. Go to birddogs.com slash bone or enter promo code bone on birddogs.com for this. Where Oh, oh, yeah. here it is. This free white hat with your order. Not this one. This is mine. You can't have it. Okay. I love it. It's mine, but it's one just like it. It's an awesome hat. It's made out of a lightweight tech material that feels great and it's perfect for literally anything. And it can be all yours at birddogs.com bone with promo code bone. You can get this with your order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you. Next up, here are your storylines to follow for the 2023 Italian Grand Prix. Your first storyline, is Max Verstappen about to fall victim to the Monza curse? For the last three years, the Monza curse has condemned the previous year's winner of the Italian Grand Prix to retiring from the following Italian Grand Prix. 2019 winner Charles Leclerc retired from the 2020 race due to an accident. 2020 winner Pierre Gasly retired from the 2021 race due to a suspension issue and 2021 winner Daniel Ricciardo retired from the 2022 race due to an oil leak. Last year's Italian Grand Prix winner was none other than Max Verstappen, a.k.a. the guy who has won the last nine Formula One races in a row, a.k.a. the guy who is trying to make history this weekend at Monza by winning what would be an all-time record 10th Grand Prix in a row. But before he can accomplish that, he has to face and conquer the Monza curse. You could argue... That Max Verstappen's Red Bull may be due for a reliability issue of some sort, considering he has finished no lower than P2 at any Grand Prix so far this season. However, I think we can all agree that it would be the most Max Verstappen thing ever for him to break the all time consecutive race win record and break the Monza curse at the same time, because Max Verstappen can literally do nothing wrong right now. So that is what I expect to happen. Do you believe in the Monza curse? Let me know in the comments. Like, seriously, right now, go comment below. I want to know your thoughts. Let me know. J-Bo, comment. I command you. Your second storyline, how will Ferrari perform at their home Grand Prix in Italy? After looking like world beaters through the first three races of 2022, Ferrari's 2023 season has been extremely disappointing in comparison. I'm actually going to take this off. because They only have three podium finishes so far this season through 13 races which is less podium finishes than they had through the first two races of 2022. Not ideal, folks. While the Ferrari car is not a championship contender this season, as it currently sits P4 in the World Constructors' Championship, it is still capable of pulling off some solid drives as it's quite quick and an all-around decent challenger when it's challenging every non-Red Bull car. Monza is the power track to end all power tracks, and all three of Ferrari's podiums this season have come at power tracks, Baku, Austria, and Belgium, so I expect Ferrari to have a strong showing at their home Grand Prix. Hopefully by me saying that, I didn't put the J-Bone curse on them, which is similar to the Monza curse, except more effective. I also must note that Ferrari are running a special livery and special fire suits for their home Grand Prix at Monza, both of which are getting memed into oblivion because of how reminiscent the color scheme is of the fast food restaurant McDonald's. Hopefully for them and the Tifosi, the Ferraris will bring home results at Monza that have Leclerc and Sainz saying, I'm loving it. That joke sucked. Hey, Jeff, go get my hat. Go get the, come on, get the hat. Oh, I need the hat back. Okay, here, here he comes. Thanks, yeah. Okay, thank you got the hat back. Your third storyline, how will the injured Daniel Ricciardo's fill-in, Liam Lawson, perform at his second Grand Prix? After not only surviving Zandvoort but logging a respectable P-13 finish on his debut, Liam Lawson heads to Monza for what will be his second ever Grand Prix, but also his first full race weekend as an F1 driver, considering he didn't compete in any Friday sessions at the Dutch Grand Prix. Last year at Monza, Nick DeVries filled in for Alex Albon and was able to finish in the points for Williams, and Lawson will be hoping to channel that same energy this weekend for AlphaTauri. He'll also certainly be hoping to channel the Williams car's straight-line speed into his dud of an AlphaTauri, which would make it a lot easier for him to finish in the points if he is able to do so. And your final storyline, the Italian Grand Prix very well may decide the fate of American driver Logan Sargent's Formula One career. Williams driver Logan Sargent has not yet signed a contract with Williams to remain one of their drivers for the next Formula One season with the team holding off on offering said contract to the rookie, as they continue to evaluate him as a driver. Logan did himself a massive favor at the last race in Zandvoort by making it into Q3 and qualifying for the first time in his career and becoming the first American driver to qualify in the top 10 of a Formula One Grand Prix since 1993. But unfortunately, he then did himself two disservices by crashing in tricky conditions in both Q3 and the Grand Prix the latter crash being partly due to a hydraulic issue caused by a curb strike. So not totally his fault, but not not his fault. Looking ahead, I believe that Logan Sargent's future as a Formula One driver very much hinges upon how he performs at Monza this weekend. On paper, Monza is the circuit on the F1 calendar that suits the speedy Williams car the best, as it's the number one power track, and the Williams car is renowned for its straight-line speed. The quick Williams car was so well-suited to Monza last season that Nick DeVries was able to finish in the points in it, on debut nonetheless, despite not even being that familiar with how it drives and also having arms that barely functioned. Because the Williams car is set up for Monza so well, you have to think that there is a ton of pressure on Logan from the team and himself to pull off his first career points finish there if he wants to make a statement with regard to his desire to remain in Formula One another season. So go get him, Logan. America is rooting for you. USA, Logan S-A, R-G-E-A-N-T. By the way, if you aren't dressing up to watch Formula One races, you are doing it wrong, okay? And guess what? I've got you covered with the F1-inspired merch that I sell on the Formula Bone shop. Check this out. Payne F1 team hat. Goes well with the Paint F1 team shirt. Boom. El plan hat. Oh, that's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. Uh, I got, I got this. I got, I got go teepee shirt, go teepee shirt. People love that one. That's a hot, that's selling like hotcakes. Ooh, people really like this one. This, this is a great one. My two favorite drivers are Fernando and Alonso. That's good. It's good. It's good stuff. All that merch and more is available now in the formula one shop. A link in the description. Bon, buy my merch. Bon, buy my merch. Jibon buy J-bon. buy my merch. Now the moment you've all been waiting for here are my three bonafide race predictions for the 2023 Italian Grand Prix. These predictions are being eagerly anticipated the world over as I was literally 0.7 seconds away from going three for three with my Dutch Grand Prix race predictions, which should have easily happened, except Mercedes royally messed up their wet weather tire strategy and made me not correct. My first race prediction is that Lando Norris will finish on the podium at Monza. After back-to-back podiums in Great Britain and Hungary, Lando Norris hasn't finished higher than P7 at the previous two Grand Prix due to a suboptimal car setup in Belgium and then bad tire strategy at Zandvoort. I think Lando's current cold streak ends at Monza for three reasons. One, McLaren have shown they're ready for another breakthrough performance with Lando's front row start at Zandvoort. Two, McLaren are introducing a new low drag rear wing that should solve the straight line speed deficiency that they had in Belgium. And three, Lando Norris has always performed well at Monza. He could have even maybe had a P1 result there in 2021 had McLaren allowed him to attack Danny Rick, which they did not. My second race prediction is that Charles Leclerc will also finish on the podium at Monza. The Ferrari car may not have the race pace to beat Red Bull this season, but it is still quite fast. You may recall that Ferrari have been on the podium of every sprint weekend Grand Prix so far this season, And while Monza isn't hosting a sprint weekend this year, it has in the past, which tells me that they're more likely to perform well there than at other circuits which have never hosted a sprint race because I've now convinced myself that that's a thing in my head. That When combined with the Ferrari car's pace and the fact that it's Ferrari's home race and thus they'll be selling out for a solid result is why I love a Leclerc podium at Monza. My third race prediction is that Alex Albon will finish in the top five at Monza. The Williams car is known for being a straight line speed merchant, which is why we were all shocked when Alex Albon managed to qualify his car onto the second row at Zandvoort, a twisty circuit which you'd never think the Williams car would perform well on. Albon himself even said before the Dutch Grand Prix that he thought Williams would be rubbish there, and they were not. If the Williams car is capable of being set up for Monza to combine some of its success around Zambort's turns with its straight-line speed prowess, I think Alex Albon has a very legit shot at getting Williams one of their best race results in the past eight seasons. Especially considering Nick DeVries filled in for Albon at Monza last year and was able to finish in the points on debut despite being way less experienced in the Williams car than Albon is right now. And if the Monza curse is real, an Albon podium is not out of the question here, folks. Just saying. Just saying. And finally today, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the 2023 Italian Grand Prix with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, Alex Albon, P4, Checo Perez, P3, Charles Leclerc, P2, Lando Norris, P1, Max Verstappen. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the Italian Grand Prix for my Italian Grand Prix recap, where we'll digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members at rated Bookie, Glow, and Green Ghost One! If you want your name, shouted out in all my videos, along with a bunch of other awesome perks, hit up the Patreon and or YouTube channel member links in the description of this episode. Until next time, folks, J-Bone! j